Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. Mark from El Segundo called us, and Mark has worked on the James Webb Telescope. If you're not aware, uh, several months ago, we talked about it on the show, uh, NASA launched the James Webb Telescope. It's a replacement for the Hubble Telescope, and it is giving us, just started last week, giving us images from space, the deepest space images we've ever had, and the clearest images that we've ever had. And Mark from El Segundo has been on hold. Thanks for holding on, uh, Mark, through the break. Yes, can you hear me, Scott? I can hear you. Thank you for holding on. Sorry about the technical difficulties there, but uh, I mentioned that maybe your cell phone plan uh, bounces off that satellite 1.6 million miles away, and we couldn't reach it. Yeah, one of one of my advanced HF satellites was jamming us, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, hey, Mark, tell us a little bit about yourself. Mark, did you call our show a few months ago? We talked about that this uh, telescope when it was launched. Did you call back then? Yes, I did. Oh, I good. had a, a really uh, wonderful uh, conversation with you, and and I uh, told you pretty much a uh, little bit about the, the uh, spacecraft and the telescope, and uh, yeah, definitely. Now, Mark, are you yeah, still they, are you still working um, out there for NASA? Are you retired, or what's your role now? Uh, I, I'm st- I'm still there. I, I'm at the uh, Northrop Grumman facility on aviation and marine. Okay. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that the telescope was there couple of miles away from them and you know it was it was really kind of uh, downplayed uh, I, I don't know why all the uh, you know um, social media and news agencies weren't there covering it but uh, it's it's really uh, these these guys at that facility with north of Grumman and NASA and uh, the DOD they, they did a great job yeah it was just a, a just a great team uh, I had a, a chance to talk to a lot of engineers that are Everybody is pretty much uh, science-based there. Right. Um, they approached me, actually, and they knew I was a believer, and they said, hey, you know, what do you think of this telescope? You know, it's really going to rewrite the history books, and it, it's going to, you know, prove, you know, certain things wrong. And, and I told them, I said, hey, I said, look, you know, let's, let's talk about creation. And so I asked them questions, and, of course, they were Darwinists. You know, I, I already knew that. And uh, so we talked a little bit about that, you know, the, the Darwin theory and the, and the uh, uh, process of natural selection that they believe in. And so I, I kind of mm-hmm. uh, proved that wrong with them by taking them out to a really old, large mountain with different crusts and everything. But uh, they went away scratching their head. So I, I had I had some, uh, uh, you know, I, I planted some seeds, as, as Greg Laurie would say. I right. planted some spiritual time bombs. And so I, I talked to them about that. I said, look, I said, you know, what? what's the issue? Uh, you know, the, the telescope doesn't offend me at all. It just proves God's magnificence because he created everything, you know. And I, and I, I, I brought up different types of animals. I, I talked about the sea turtles and said, hey, look, each one of those sea turtles has a different face. You know, how come the face isn't the same? You know, and they're just a sea turtle, right? Mm. You know, and, and all the animals are different. Every human being has a different eye print, a different yeah. fingerprint. How is how is that possible? Uh, you know, a child is a child is born. A ch- child is made. Actually, in fact, God says that he, he knew you before you were even conceived. 
before you were even in your mother's womb. I planned you. And, I mean, how's that possible? And they they really didn't have much to say. Yeah, Mark, so, in, in, in that environment, I think, you know, are we uh, – what was it that they thought was going to um, – make it, you know, somehow invalidate our faith. I don't, uh, I'm not tracking with that really. I know that some people say that. And then some other scientists that i talk to, they're like, well, I don't really deal with origins. I just deal with what I can see. Uh, what seems to me a better answer. Um, what are they expecting to find out that might say that our faith is not right? Yeah, they, they, they think that they can, they can prove the age of, of the earth and the age of, of the galaxy uh, compared to what's in our books now, what's in the Bible. Of course, God says that he's eternal, okay? Right. That means it's for it's forever. Yes. So the answer to their question is they're never going to find out. Right. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> the thing that is that, that we don't really know, right? I mean, it's, uh, yeah. it's what we can observe and what we can uh, uh, try to figure out. But that, I don't see how that... Uh, Somewhere along the line, we have got it, I think, in our head that that those kinds of things would contradict Scripture when they don't. Yeah, exactly. Well, they obviously, you know, they haven't read the entire Bible. Yeah. And so you have to, I've read the entire Bible several times, and, and each time I get something new out of it. And I, I, I worked with a, an engineer there from uh, Tehran. Uh, He came to the United States in 72, didn't speak a lick of English. He's been working for NASA, speaks perfect English. Uh, We were talking about uh, Persia and Cyrus the Great and Esther. Mm -hmm. And boy, we started to get a crowd. All all these people all of a sudden started to gather around us. And uh, uh, Alex Nori, uh, uh, Emir Nori, which means prince in in Persian, he, uh, you know, he's a Christian which is, you know, he was in yes. the Shah's army way back when and uh, during the uh, Iran-Iraq war, and he's a Christian. And so, I mean, his story is fascinating uh, on its own, you know? Yeah. And so the, the, these engineers that I work with, uh, they were just, they were completely dumbfounded, um, you know? And my response to them is, hey, you know, it's not insulting me at all. It's, it's proving God's magnificence. Yeah. You know? you know, Mark, I think that sometimes, and I try not to be guilty of this uh, myself, is that we look at these things and then I, you know, like I said, I read a lot and I go to space.com and I start reading all this stuff. Um, but I'm in no way a scientist, right? I, uh, I'm a history major. I know what happened in the past. Um, and I think sometimes as believers, we try to, when we have a, when we have someone in our life who is a scientist who is struggling with the idea of God, I think we try to become scientists rather than something else. What advice would you give somebody who's maybe they have somebody in their life who is uh, a scientist or they, they definitely know what you know about this telescope and what we're seeing in space where we really, if you're a layperson, you really can't have that conversation on the deeper level. How would you give them encouragement in their relationship with their science scientific friend? Oh, by the way, they live their life. You know, Pastor Scott, some people, you know, you can preach to or or send them encouraging scriptures or messages, but sometimes that doesn't work for them. They want to see you. They want to, you're, you're, you are personally, the way you live your life, the only Bible they read. Mm. 
and so so that, that way, you know, you, you have to live by example, the way you react to things, you know, and and it boy, they're watching. They watch me. It they is watch such a language. Yeah, it's such a great answer, Mark. That is the right answer. It's something we always have to remember is that we don't need to become the other person or even be the one to convince somebody else with with logic, especially if we just can't. We don't have the education or the understanding, but our life, the way we live our life, the way we would glorify God with our life is so impactful with whoever God has placed in our life. Yes, it is, you know, and and if if the believers out there in Radio Land think that they're not being watched, they are. Yeah, you're right. They that are. often the only Bible that you're the people in your life are reading is you, um, and yeah. that that matters. That matters a lot. Mark, I want to get to my other calls. I, just one other thought: when you see those pictures from just your mind and your relationship, um, were they were they tremendously moving for you or were they just like, well, that's what I expected. Like what was your response maybe when you saw these pictures the first time? It was very surreal for me that I could be, God could put me at job that I was six feet away from that telescope for seven years and watched him build everything. And to see the photos, it, it passed 351 single point failures that means there was 351 times it could have failed, mm. and it didn't. And to see those pictures and how the clarity of those pictures, the thing is as big as a building. It's huge. Yeah. And those mirrors are just, they're, they're incredible. Yeah. I mean, you know, but the, the, the photos were just like, yeah, God's real, you know, it, it, definitely. Yeah. I mean, we have all this stuff, you know, the, the Ark on Ararat. We have the, the golden chariot wheels in the Red Sea the prison that Paul and Silas were in, the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, the Mount of Olives. I mean, we have Lee Strobel. <laughs> what <laughs> other proof do you really need? We have a know? lot of a lot of evidence. Well, Mark, I appreciate your call. And uh, we got your number. And when we got some other questions, uh, we'll call you back. Are, you know, yeah, are we going to be able to look at us? So yeah, are we going to be able to look at some other planet and have somebody wave back at us? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> We're the only ones. I was expecting, so. uh, you know, what are we going to see out there? But I, I guess it's because it's infrared. Like, I was hoping we'd get, like, and maybe we will, really up-close pictures of, you know, Neptune or something. Uh, they can. They can focus those mirrors. They can. Right now, right now they're making adjustments. The spacecraft sends information to my phone, and it shows all the adjustments on the 18 mirrors. Okay. So, yeah. I need. I will need your your email so I can send you all the pictures. Yeah, just uh, so SoCal Live at kkla.com. That comes to me. Great, thank you. All right, Mark. I thank really appreciate it. I yeah. look forward to speaking with you again. I'm really glad you called, Mark. Thank you for uh, calling me back after uh, all these months. Appreciate that very much. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.